Hello, hello, and welcome to Embody Your Soul, everyone. This is your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as BB by many. And here on Embody Your Soul, this is where we get really comfy and discover how we can connect and become our divine self and embody our soul through deeper connection with spirit and best practices. Oh my goodness, you guys. Welcome, welcome. I am so excited you are here. Um, A very fun fact that I am not shy about. Uh, Today is my birthday and I'm turning 27, but also what's really, really cool about this birthday is it is on February 22nd, so 2-2-2-2-2. That portal, you guys, I'm pretty blown away. So anyways, of course, because I just couldn't help myself, I had to launch this podcast, not only on my birthday, but also particularly this podcast episode on my birthday. And I am absolutely so excited, beaming to not only... Welcome you guys to this beautiful Embody Your Soul community that I am currently building, but also this human who really also isn't even really human at the same time. That really is the reason why I am here. So her name is Melissa Wallace and she is a, wow, she's a psychic medium trans channeler. She's also an attuned Reiki master. She's a shaman. She is also a life coach, a holistic nutritionist. She also does pet Reiki. She also is a certified yoga instructor and she also used to work in neuroscience. So what I really love about Melissa is not only is she of obviously deeply, deeply spiritual and deeply connected and talented and is meant to be a vessel of source, but she really understands the data, analytical, strategic left side brain. So she could really talk to anyone about this. She can really break down literally the science of mediumship and spirituality to anyone. She also really has informed me on what to eat in terms of my body and my type and my mood and my struggles, everything I've been going through. And she, again, has completely guided me uh, through these last four years of my life. Again, I would not be recording this podcast and embracing myself as a medium and on this journey as a medium if it was not for Melissa. Um, I also never really want to say, oh, I wouldn't be here without them, like kind of like, I don't know, in a depressing, morbid way, um, I would say my life would certainly be really, really hard uh, without her. I believe in myself that I would get here at some point, but it wouldn't be for a long, long time. And I am so honored uh, to have Melissa in my life, not only now as a dear, dear girlfriend, but also as a mentor, as a guide, and as a colleague. And it is just such an honor to now 
Like she considers me a colleague and literally four years ago, I was a complete mess. I was a client. I was helpless and um, she truly, truly lifted me from like the rock bottom to where I am today. So I cannot wait for you guys to listen and sit down with us and get to know Melissa. Um, Of course, this will not be her only episode. Uh, You'll definitely be seeing her around a lot more. But I started off the episode with actually really asking her about my journey, my story, but from her lens. I've talked about my story before on my Instagram, on my blog, but I thought it'd be really cool to get it from her lens as someone who was healing me and it would just be really, really interesting. And then of course, before that, I start the podcast with the question, what does it mean to embody your soul? And I'm going to ask this for everyone. And this goes on for about like maybe 10 minutes with Melissa in just the most beautiful way. I mean, goodness gracious, she's also like still channeling a little bit, like still in spirit because of course she's like an absolute badass. She is attending uh, the Arthur Finley School of Spiritualism and she's becoming an international trans channeler teacher. So yeah, so anyways, so she, you can kind of hear her voice and her energy changing because she's like still sitting with spirit. It's like crazy amazing. Um, And also we just go into, you know, a little bit of the basics um, of what mediumship is, uh, what the difference is, what it means um, to be connected with spirit, you know, how to walk in this lifetime with spirit, how to hold the light, how to be the light in a place where it feels really, really dark. Um, You know, I just feel like I want to be not only a source of healing and guidance as a medium, but I also would love to teach you guys. I would love you guys to learn these modalities, whether or not you're meant to be a medium. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's truly about having these practices that lift your vibration and change the collective of the entire world. I mean, it sounds very lofty, but that's why mediums and light workers are here on this earth because we are here to raise a vibration of the collective. We are here to create a better humanity and to bring love, to bring source to, let's call it boots on the ground, to do the work as a human being. So anyway, sorry that was a little long-winded, but again, I truly cannot get enough of Melissa and um, she's freaking hilarious. She's amazing and I adore her. And also this episode, I was sitting in my mom's closet. Um, I was in Orange County and I was like, I don't have a microphone. I'm not on my desk. I need to figure this out. So I sat in her closet and Melissa was like, uh, hello. (laughs) So anyways, I hope you guys really, really enjoy this episode. Um, but before we get started, I really want to share some beautiful companies that I support through and through and I would just love to give them a shout and then we'll get right into the episode. Are you needing a revamp on your website? Have you been building your new business or rebranding your new business, but you're either not really feeling the logo, the colors, the direction, or you're not even sure where to really begin? Please, I am telling you, look no further. 
Ashley Munson, creative director and founder of Libra Collective, will take amazing care of you. Libra Collective is a studio that designs brands, packaging, and illustrations for passionate people. Ashley will help you from top to bottom. Strategize and design a brand aligned with your story, values, and mission to connect with your ideal target audience. Create beautiful packaging with intentional materials and detail to elevate your products. And sketch, render, and implement original illustration for your branding, product, or service. So I've been working with Ashley for about two years and not only is she unbelievably talented and gifted in her work and her craft but she is so attentive she is so transparent with her values her direction her mission but also with her complete flow her workflow because i feel like sometimes when you are really interesting a lot of money and a big investment and really your vision into someone people can really leave you by the wayside and of course it's again it's a it's a difficult path to follow when you're already putting yourself out there but she has truly been one of the best investments i've ever made for myself for dog your book club and for my new business embody your soul i cannot wait to work with her for upcoming business projects and really just working with her is such a delight and it really really makes my day so are you ready to invest in one of the best investments you'll ever make as an entrepreneur or business owner ashley has provided the dog ear community with an amazing deal so for those of you looking to build your personal business or brand simply use the code dog ear 21 and receive 15 percent off the brand kit that's over $300 off. Head over to LibraCollective.com and begin your journey today. I promise you will thank yourself and your brand will thank you too. I don't know about you guys, but the jewelry market feels so saturated. For starters, where do you even begin? Second, I'm so over cheap jewelry. I run around, I work out, I love being active. I also don't really like taking them off. So to me, there's nothing worse when they tarnish. Third, and the most important to me in this day and age, is a company that is transparent and has a strong purpose. As I've been cleaning up my habits, lifestyle, environment, etc., I'm looking to invest my money in companies that seek to enhance and serve the greater collective, whether that be empowering individuality or giving back to the community. So... It is truly hard to even contain my excitement, but here's the brand that's not only one fine jewelry that's gorgeous and a price range that isn't horrifying, but still an investment, durable and strong, and three is on a mission. Let me tell you about chapter six. Chapter six is a fine jewelry company that gives back. The mission is to be more than a jewelry company, but really a channel for activism. They donate 10% of their annual revenue to Rewild, which is a nonprofit organization that seeks to protect and restore our wild, organic planet, ecosystem, and biodiversity. This company was founded by my dear, dear friend, Gemma Totten, and her dear friend, Ahmet. So they are both deeply passionate, not only about creating pieces that make you feel beautiful, inside and out, but they hold deeper meaning with every square inch. 
Each piece is made from recycled 14 karat gold. Diamonds are grown in lab, so it's more sustainable and better for the planet. And they're known as CVD diamonds. And each collection has a meaning and a mission. So I have the turtle necklace and her seven diamond ring, which is from her endangered collection. And then I just got her thick gold flower band ring from her preserve collection. Not only am I so obsessed with each of them and feel so deeply connected to them. Like I had this whole experience with getting the turtle necklace, you guys, but that will like just be a 10 minute story. And I am like, just no, not enough time. But also it's truly so hard for me to not buy every single piece of jewelry. And you guys are also going to love this. So I recently saw Gemma, not only just to catch up, but to look at her pieces. So I came with a friend and she led us through a tea meditation before we began browsing. So she made tea with fresh dandelion leaves and educated us on how our society has created this disgust around weeds and how our lawns and lands should eradicate any essence of weeds, when actually weeds have such a powerful purpose on our planet. She told us how we can consume every piece of the dandelion plant for tea, medicine, and nurturing our mind and bodies. Gemma then explained why she created the Preserve Collection and why we must preserve these sacred plants and animals and how they play an integral role in our planet's well-being. So, first of all, are you absolutely obsessed with Gemma? Second of all, this jewelry. If you're not already on her Instagram, which is so aesthetic because she's the aesthetic queen and already browsing her collection, don't worry. We created a deal just for you, listener. So simply use the code BBJewels10, all lowercase, to get 10% off any Chapter 6 online purchase. I will say, though, if you are in the Orange County area and want a private showcasing of her jewelry, I wouldn't skip it. Chapter 6 is the perfect gift for yourself, your best friend, a loved one, and really for any occasion. And don't you worry, she's coming out with some men's pieces. I cannot wait to see what piece you fall in love with and truly how much even just wearing the jewelry impacts you. Well, um, let's just like... So what are we talking about today? So honestly, I think this would be really, really cool because I actually haven't heard it like in full from your side. And I think it'd be so cool for like my community and like listeners to kind of know my story of my growth, but from your eyes, because okay. people know about me and all I've said, but you obviously have like the teacher mentor perspective of my story and how I'm here today. And I just think it would be cool to hear it from your lens, honestly. Okay, cool. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love to start off with, this will just be like a question just to kind of, you know, gear us up. But what does it mean to you to embody your soul? Embodying my soul. First of all, formally recording yet. How much have we recorded and are we starting now? <laughs> We're starting now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, um, 
embodying the soul is um, a beautiful process of understanding who you're fully aligned with in the light being of you. Every soul is born for a destiny. What I found in 11 years of mediumship is souls may not understand who they are, but once they connect or awaken, they start living differently. And I think that's when humans realize they're spiritual beings having a human experience, not the other way around. How you get to embodying your soul is an interesting journey. When you fully start to express the energy that's built in you from conception of light to your human existence, to the inspiration that's given to you from around your world or mentors or your family. And then there's the physical practicality of learning the embodiment of the soul. So it's a diverse question that you're asking. Mm -hmm. It's raw. It's, it's raw. It's broad based. Mm -hmm. And yet it's encumbersome because you have to then pull all that information together so it's kind of a tap dance embodying your soul, right? I, yeah. I think waking up, uh, a lot of people like to use the word enlightenment. So I'm glad that you said embodiment instead of enlightenment, because mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone really understood when they're enlightened that they're just starting to begin to grow. And it's not always enlightening, meaning a joyful thing. It actually can be very interesting and very frustrating, and it can be a struggle embodiment i think is um understanding all that information and finally allowing it to merge or rise embodiment to me when you ask that question felt like a rising of the soul mm-hmm. the soul finally fully embraces the human and the human you that you think is you allows and surrenders and the light rises Mm -hmm. and embodiment awakens Mm -hmm. and embodiment becomes a path of distinction a path of knowing it's an activation and then once you're understanding that energy and information and maybe you surrender to to it more closely you start living and breathing a little differently and i think people wake up and I think maybe that's what they meant by enlightenment then. Yeah. Um, but embodiment is a little bit different. It, it, it's, it, it's a process. And yet I think every soul knows what they're supposed to embody. And I think they resist either out of fear, blocks, trauma, comfortability. But once they understand just a taste of it, it's like, wow, why didn't I do that sooner? Right. And it's kind of similar to your story. Like when you started embodying yourself, it was actually a physical thing for you to experience. Right. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I met you, um, you showed up and you came in and you were referred from a friend and you were full of electrical energy. It was just like, wow, lightning strikes. And every once in a while, I get super excited about a student or a session when someone has that kind of energy, because I can see, and what I saw in you was a soul on fire. It was so on fire, I didn't even know how to embody it or contain it, right? And you were so uncomfortable in your skin, yet you had so much gift and so much light. And so some of the journey that I got to see in you is to develop who you are today. And you still have that electrical aura that comes off of you, but you're grounded, you're comfortable in yourself. And you went through a process, you even had some medical experiences. And that's pretty common with the gifted. People who are destined to work in the spirit world often have that story. And when they resist that energy or they don't understand it, either through knowledge, training, or experience, 
they often are uncomfortable. And that's what I would say. You were uncomfortable because you were beautiful just like you are today, just as loving, just as gorgeous and networking and uh, your love and giving it. But your physical human was uncomfortable. So it was like you were trying to put all this light into a container and it didn't know how to hold it. And you are one of the brightest. I, I don't feel comfortable calling you a student anymore. I always said, you know, you're going to be a colleague and you are today and you're learning and you're starting and I'm so proud of you. So it's hard for me not to do the whole sister thing with you. But um, back to what we were saying is like, it's really nice to see you comfortable embodied. Your soul is activated. It's here. It's present. And you don't question yourself as much. I think when you come to that experience, like what you saw in yourself, you question spirit. You stop questioning the human, you question spirit. You start looking at information and knowledge differently. You realize there is no coincidences. And you start living your life without fear. Yeah, you have some curiosities, you have some concerns, but it does give you courage. I think because it takes a while to get to embodiment and you have to have courage to do that. And so when you knock that out of the park in your human existence, I think you stop worrying so much about it. Mm-hmm. Encourage becomes a part of you. It's just one more perk of walking awake. So embodiment's a beautiful thing. It frightens those who don't have it yet. And yet they always have it. They're just not awake yet. And so it's something in our human form here on the earth plane that you'd like to give away as a gift. But you realize that that precious moment of growth is the gift and you have no right to tell someone how to do that gift. And so everyone's journey is different. Every student I've ever seen, every guest I've ever had in a reading or healing is different. And part of our enlightenment on this planet is to learn that everyone's soul growth is their journey and everyone is beautiful. And every opportunity that we have to connect with that experience or to be a part of that experience with them is a gift. And that's just, you know, why I'm so, connected with you. I mean, we've really gone from a professional relationship to friendship because once in a while lightning strikes and you're a prime example of that. And I'm very proud of you. It's hard for me not to say that even professionally as we're recording this because um, you have it and everyone wakes up at different rates and different speeds. And one thing I could tell the community that you're going to be reaching out to is let no one minimize your light. Let no one minimize your light. Growth and embodiment, enlightenment, awakening, rising, all of that is at the perfect divine timing in the spirit in you. And spirit has a plan for each human on this world. And so when you ask what does embodiment look like, it's a big answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's filled with all of those different journey paths. And um, that's like when people ask me what mediumship is, it's like, wow, it's vast. Mm-hmm. Those are hard questions. So I really enjoy seeing what you're creating with your light. But I would describe embodiment in you as like lightning striking or lightning in a bottle, as they say, right? But it's been used and so cliche. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you you embody spirit in a beautiful way. And I think your generation, because sometimes you'll make references to ageism because I am a little older than you, baby, (laughs) is um, your generation comes faster. It comes with less hindrance, less trauma. 
So it's a good time on the planet right now to embody the soul for your generation. And um, it's definitely impactful. I think even as we're communicating via your podcast right now, the way we communicate, the way we connect is different than it's ever been on the planet. And so it's a good time to really understand why people have difficulties fully embracing their embodiment or enlightenment and what their soul calling is. You're seeing thousands of people right now leave what they thought was what they wanted because they're waking up. I believe that the universe, source, God, creator, spirit, however you relate in your beautiful life is waking people up right now. So it's a journey. And I think we're just seeing the beginning of it. I really do believe that everyone here on the planet is going to touch just a little bit of this subject matter. And if not, maybe more than once or twice, it actually might become their profession. It might become a part of their practice. It might become a part of their new structure and their spirituality. Um, it could be a source and cure to their healing, physical, mental, or spiritual, or health-oriented healing. So it's a beautiful time to try and capture this. It really is. I feel I feel so many people are waking up right now, and not that it's like we've been entirely alone, but that's where I have sometimes felt like, wow, I feel like kind of like a lone wolf, like it's... You know, I, I've been watching a lot of my dear friends go through their, like, healing process and, like, not that they would coin it Dark Night of the Soul, but most certainly. And I'm just like, that was me, like, three years ago. Like, one, thank God, like, whoo, I went through that. But then, thank God, they're going through this process of, like, waking up and even of, like, the leaders that are touching people's lives right now. I'm like, thank God they are touching thousands of lives because we need... Like, for instance, Dr. Mark Hyman. I'm like, we need him right now. You know, we need a Dr. Keneally. We need, like, you. We need Dr. Farmer. We just need these beautiful souls just allow, like, not even, like, manipulating you to wake up, but just you guys are, like, guiding you to the light or guiding everyone to the light. And it's just, like, uh, I don't know. Encouragement is a, is a, is a, gracious gift as a teacher or mentor because we cannot tell anyone how to do that work we simply guide and um anytime that you and I had worked together I always encouraged you to be yourself you know even if we disagreed on information I always encourage you to be yourself or to trust your feelings because they're loud right when you when you're not comfortable in your body or your spiritual being it gets really, really loud inside. And some of that vibration is enough to discord the human body. And you had a little bit of that. And so that's what I think sometimes people coin the dark night of the soul is because it's uncomfortable. And there's a vibrational effect that goes on in the human skeletal form. It literally is neuron cells and wiring and water, right? So of course, it's going to get uncomfortable. It sends a signal so loud that you can't ignore it. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to realize like the mental part of that emotion can be coined as darkness, but really light always until it's exposed comes across as dark, right? And don't, don't, don't make, give me a cheesy cliche for a spectrum of darkness to light, <laughs> but you don't need it. It's, it's just simply understanding that it's being exposed. Um, the shadow of 
of the light coming on always feels like that. But then again, it's uncomfortable because it's something that you haven't felt before. It's not your normal. It's not your routine. And really, when it becomes your new way of living, it's not so difficult. Actually, you'll turn around most often and say, how did I even process that or breathe? How did I make it through with oxygen on that one? So um, for you, you had a lot of um, energy in your empathic nature. And that's another thing too, I think I've been blessed to see with you is understanding your language of empathy and how you're so sincere and genuine. And you honestly, as a soul being, or a very high caliber level um, orchestrator of energy. You constantly have always tried to raise the vibration in the room, even when someone tried to dampen it. And it was so beautiful because you're so powerful and you are physically petite as a person, as we know. <laughs> and so it kind of makes it funny, right? Literally, like all this energy is coming out of the small human. Um, and yet you have such a vibrant personality. And you have, even when you put in environments that were uh, maybe a lower vibration or more difficult psychologically and emotionally, you still always would raise and leave an imprint of glitter. And so that's your soul calling. That's a part of why I think you do so well with humans. I think that's why you're a communicator. Mm -hmm. But you are also a very good example of a true empath. And I think you have a lot to teach about that. I think, um, as you say, those that are waking up in your generation may not understand their physical feelings and what they're sensing, right? Mm -hmm. um, you had so much energy that there was no way that you couldn't connect to the spirit world. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> so it's a good example that it's always on and it's always there. Is it fully activated? Um, the, piece, the person, the human, are they ready to activate it? I think we're just activators. We support and guide you. Um, we're all blessed to know so many beautiful people, like you're saying, but really how many of those beautiful people are willing to wake up. I think that's where the courage is. So the dark night of the soul, you know, we can go on and talk about Carl Jung and all the classics, but really I think the new generation is going to coin a new phrase. So I love when we go back into historics and give credit where credit's due, but I also think your generation is going to create something new. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm excited about. I love education just like everybody else. But I think I'm really excited to see about what's coming on um, because there is a new paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. And so, BB, I think you're going to be a huge part of that. Um, prior to the recording, when you're talking about some of the way things were done professionally and how changes are and what spirit requires. And, you know, there's some old formulas that are going to be redone. And I think you're a part of that. And so we say uh, frontier woman, explorer, <laughs> right? Uh, awakener um, but when you see someone like you it's a gift it's a gift and I, I've always given credit where credit's due and I often think um, you guys are meant to surpass the mentor we are here to support you we want to see you surpass our generation and our energy form because there's something a little bit more vibrant it's stronger it's clear it's definitely quicker as we know um but it's definitely meant for the new generation that are coming and there's children coming behind you that are going to look to you right that's what it's all about embodying the soul what do we leave on the planet how do we get there who are we giving it to who are we guiding yes. it's, it's a pleasure all of it uh, so amazing and also it was so interesting this is just kind of like I just, I even just have questions like selfishly, but I think this is perfect for this. So my mom the other day was like, 
So, BB, like, how do you, like, how do you, like, pick your guides? Do they pick you? How does it work? And I was like, honestly, Mom, I think it's from, you know, lineage. It's from ancestors. You know, it's from there. It's really based on, you know, the more and more you step up into this work, my guides have changed, like, multiple times. And I was like, that's such a good question. So, even just for listeners, like, how do your guides come to you? And, like, is that through lineage? And... Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's kind of like this uh, questions earlier we're looking at um, guides, um, the terminology guides, you know, is one of the original thought forms from spiritualism. Spiritualism is one of the first organized religions of faith to indoctor uh, believing in life ever after in the spirit world that there is proof of life and they prove that through evidential science and fact it was trained in a specific way you had to hit certain target points to prove that the loved one exists and so they coined these phrases um like guides and so forth um just like the christian world maybe referred to them as uh, guardian angels you know really guides um has been asking for an update (laughs) um i'm currently studying in a new wave um with a mentor that is definitely rooted in spiritualism but had given the gift to move forward in structure um and what we're seeing is that the guides are exactly what you thought was it's a it's a little bit of everything um you're given a spirit team at birth right and that's some of the original thought form and um you got a master guide you got a protector guide you know we taught it you know in in a sense of like the yo-yo game and you could see them standing at 12 o'clock six o'clock step into my energy step out of my energy i think we even taught you some of that in the beginning um so those were the classics and those guides were assigned uh before your physical form comes in so they say that your, your light body gets a grouping of people to origin with you on the earth plane to take care of you until you return back to the gateway source or home or heaven um however you'd like to refer to it and what i've seen now through generations of readings and again studying professionally like i am now with another mentor is is that your guides do change your original team seems to be there, but your guides actually could be some of your loved ones, your ancestors. You can actually pick up on other mentors that have transferred over. Um, I'm studying with a lot of people that are professionally trained as spiritualists, and you know they've gone on and moved forward. And, and you know, greats like Gordon Higginson, you know, he's he's been crossed over for quite some time now, and yet people are picking up at a guide from you know through him. It's him, so. I don't think there's a black and white answer to that. I think there's base structure where we're teaching people to develop in spirit. But I also have seen physically, evidentially, through other teachings and life experience and students that guides change. And I believe that they are part of your spirit team. I'm more comfortable now teaching the term spirit team versus individual guides like I used to. Um, I think it's good that you should know so that your analytical mind can be comfortable and you feel safe, of course, but your spirit team is vast. It's not limited to maybe 10 or 15. I think you can carry hundreds. Mm -hmm. Now that could be a little exhausting trying to learn them all. Um, But I think trusting spirit always that they were sending you the best. So it's not a real direct answer, BB, because really, honestly, I think the language is changing Mm -hmm. in mediumship and spirituality. I also think the teachings are changing as we speak. And I think they're supposed to. 
Now, for all those diehards out there that have learned mediumship a certain way and that are spiritualists or evidential mediums only, we don't mean to insult you, but there is a new wave of knowledge coming. And I think the way we teach in the beginning is good structure to get everyone started, but then that we should be open to more because I believe the spirit world is updating every day. Mm -hmm. So guides are a beautiful subject to look at some of that opinionated information. And um, your spirit team could be changing tomorrow morning because you take a different course mm-hmm. and gain a new intellect. So I think they're always sending us exactly what we need. And I believe that you also have a core team that's given to you from conception in your human that will stay with you until you cross back home. Yeah. So, long answer because I think it's not um, crystal clear anymore. I think those rules and regulations of the way things were taught are changing. Mm. I love, well, that's, well, that's so perfect because I also, what I'm like so excited to create on my platform is like, because I feel, you know, not a lot of people, um, you know, in my generation, as you know, you're probably like, oh yes, of course. Like they're very into tarot. They're very into Reiki, which Reiki's beautiful. Like they're into like these kind of other realms, but they're not really, they don't know about mediumship. A lot of people are like, oh, what is that? So I'm really excited to also create like ways on my podcast, but also on my website of like how people can learn about it. Like what I just wrote something that I'll post eventually, like what are the clairs? Like what do they mean? Um, and then this is absolutely perfect because I mean, this is stuff I need to know. And it's so funny because I actually call my spirit team. I'm like my spirit squad. <laughs> yeah, they love that. They love that. You know, yeah. that's the other thing too, guys, where you're listening is, we're not so structured here and we're using a lot of humor as we talk about serious subjects because spirit loves the vibration of love and light and laughter. <laughs> and back in the day, they wanted everything so studious and very formal. Now we have to have somewhat of a structure, but we also need to bring joy back into teaching and mediumship. Um, it used to be quite rigid and, and porous and it was done a certain way. And, you know, the new modalities, when you say multiple tools, we like the word modalities, is that all modalities can lead to the same end result. It's just different paths right to the end. And so when you say tarot, pendulum, chakras, crystals, all of these tools are modalities and they can actually be used to get the same end result as mediumship. Mediumship is very concise yet it's vast mm-hmm. um sometimes people and they have different sensory prefer working with those modality tools and there's a reason for that because one they're discovering themselves but two that's what they're comfortable with and that's something that we always take into consideration when we're teaching new mentors or mentees and as students um and as i sit with you today i'm currently studying trance mediumship and trance healing and it doesn't require anything but the human connection to spirit and i don't need to use any of those modalities right now but it doesn't mean that they're not beautiful and not needed in everyone's um experience on earth and i think however anyone wants to connect in their spirituality it's welcome but mediumship is considered to be a very broad subject there's different pathway pathways to studying it and there's also different teachings so however you go about when you are working with this beautiful world on your podcast i think you should touch all of it because i believe we're going to see a new group of mediums being born and they're being born right now they're being taught the base structure and historics and mediumship but they're also being stretched there's new information coming in and i'm a firm believer of being on that frontier journey path because i don't like to see anything stay stagnant 
I think the world is always evolving. I think spirit is ever knowing and they're trying to get us to evolve too. I think that's mm-hmm. part of why we're experiencing what we are on the planet right now as we record this. Evolving is happening. Evolvement is necessity of the soul. Yes. So, lots of things to talk about. Oh my gosh, there's <laughs> so much. So anyways, I thought I would ask just because, well, first of all, I just want to share this with you just in case did you did you uh read what i sent you your book piece yeah yeah okay yes should i wait until you read it or should i give it away it's up to you okay well trust whatever we're doing so (laughs) honestly no i'll i'll share it because actually yeah i guess like i'm nervous but like it's i think i'm nervous because of the the doubt of like whoa what me really and I think that's something we can also tie into is like why I mean this also be a really big one is like why we do experience so much doubt um so anyways so what was it it was February 2nd I you know took a beautiful like you know um Epsom salt bath and I sat with spirit I sat with Ishmael and um, you know, I was feeling like just a little discouraged. I'm like, you know, I kind of felt like I was hitting, you know, a brick wall with my job and like, or misunderstandings. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, I just want to do mediumship all day, blah, blah, blah. And then, so I'm sitting in my bed and I'm reading. And then all of a sudden I see like a whoosh and I'm like, and I like, my bags were like this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like I see a spirit. Like just kind of smirky. Cause I was like, that doesn't happen that hasn't happened to me in a while. And it was so funny because I was just writing a post about the Claire's and I'm like, you don't actually see things like literally if it's like so important and super high energy. And so I was like, okay, this something's important. But I'm just gonna like let it come. And then I felt like it's so weird. It's like, obviously, you know what I'm talking about, but it's interesting to describe to people who haven't experienced it. But I felt this like inner vibration, like my body was vibrating. And I'm like, okay, spirits trying to merge with me. Something's going on. They're trying to tell me something. So I sat and I connected and it was like Ishmael. And it was this small gathering, kind of like a little ceremony. And he had this like beautiful gilded torch of like light and he was like this is for you because you are my channeler and you're my little one and this the way he talked to me it's like I'm getting emotional like he talked to me like I was his daughter and he was like you are my channeler and you're my little one and we're on this path together and like I took the torch and the light kind of went all throughout my body and I was just like what like I was just like I'm this 27-year-old who tells fart jokes and I do Pilates. Like, you picked me? (laughs) I'm so, like, confused. But it was just, like, such an astounding thing because, I don't know, like, I was, like, the Ishmael? Like, Ishmael. Like, what? Like, it was just so funny. And then, I don't know, it's just even recently, like, as a human being, I was talking to my mom. I was like, ugh, like, it's just annoying to feel it. But it's so human. It's such a human thing. Um, so, anyways, I thought I would share that with you, and that's kind oh, of beautiful. Yeah, it's a profound experience. I think anytime that you're touched by spirit, um, it's mind-boggling and, and beautiful, and uh, the vibration is so intensely 
connected to light and unconditional love that it often leaves that gobsmack feeling gobsmack because it's mind-blowing right and that's no different than you know moses in the burning bush and all the different faiths and gorgeous documentations of miraculous things they experienced and you know firmly that i'm a universalist i allow all faiths all walks is my belief system um and i think that when these experiences were given we documented them they were so mind-blowing that they protected them they said this is the way and that's the way and so you had to be a certain religion you had to be a certain body male or female you had to be a certain age you had to be a certain title um you couldn't be a commoner you had to be a rabbi or a priest you know all that's that's exactly what we're talking about new information's coming new processing's coming the rules are changing from spirit and so when you say just me 27 blah 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 and ishmael what <laughs> like, of course bb what are you what do you mean everything's possible the vibration is so clear and fast now in our earth plane that they're accessing channeling is becoming the number one form of communication as if and when tarot was during the 70s tarot had a trend period that started during the 70s that were really crystal clear we're having a trend period right now that i don't think so just a trend i'm just saying as an analogy but channeling is becoming accessible to everyone and i don't think that's a coincidence and you get really sci-fi on that you can get very technical analytical you'd say oh it's our internet access or bluetooth or electrodes flying around on the earth and makes us more available but to be honest with you i think it's because it's time i think we're needing to connect to a higher plane i think we need clearer brighter information coming in i think they're also let's just talk about the obvious what's going on the planet the planet's going through a major healing right now so when we see these beautiful cyclical cycles in history any time in our history bc ad something new has been given to a new generation and they get faster they get more common like again you're not the rabbi you're the local merchant at the shop and it's not just limited they're giving it to everyone now again they give it it is your job to receive it and so you've been open for quite some time now and you've and you've been professionally trained and you've done self-development work all of that is required before something like that is actually given because there is a responsibility that comes with that information you cannot come from ego you cannot come from low vibration if you're having a grumpy day you need to move it out of the way in order to be a clear vessel you have to be dedicated to that and that's really important for people to hear out there that are listening this spirit thing that we're talking about right now is not something that is easy a lot of self-growth and development is required of the soul and spirit knows if you've done the work and listen it's not like it's an on or off start or finish of completion it's an ever-growing thing when you do this kind of work professionally you're forever learning you're forever growing embodying soul embodying spirit but the beginning you'll never forget so the time that you first discovered that energy or is being given or shown to you by your guides or spirit or maybe it's in a reading or a healing you know such as a reiki session you'll never forget it because it's that powerful so of course you're gobsmacked you're, you're like whoa what's this energy i've got and um you know it's a beautiful thing and it's it's meant for everyone there is nothing to be held back anymore gatekeeping is what we call it in the industry of mediumship and healing 
gatekeeping is the old way. It's the old relic. And I say it's the old way clearly, and anybody can oppose me if they like, and I'm welcome to hear it. But it is the old way. It is not, I'm the mentor, you're the mentee. I am the teacher. I am the psychic. I am the medium. No, 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 no. We're all one. And it's meant for everyone to be able to read it and feel it, heal it, see it, learn it. If you want to connect to your loved ones, you can connect to them. If you're having a hard time, then great. Seek out advice. If you're having a hard time with your healing, yes, find a healer. But it's all there. So if in that process that you're activated because it's your calling, then great. And that's kind of similar to what happened to you in the beginning, if you think about it. You know, you came for a reading and look what happened. <laughs> I know. You're in a whole different space. Now you're talking about the channeling light body given to you. I, I think it's beautiful. So, you know, also too, channeling is the purest form of unconditional love and light that can come through. I think it's the same vibration that newborn babies and puppies give off. I think mm. we're just understanding it in the ego differently. I think that vibration has been there the whole time. I just think, again, these rules and regulations that were given for good reason too back in the day gave a lot of base structure, but they limited us. So I think we've finally taken the cap off or the lid off and we're seeing more, but they're also sending more. Mm. They're sending more energy down for various reasons. So a lot of people, baby, are being activated. More and more people are waking up into this gift. And I think it is a part of our human connection. I think it's always been available. We're just understanding it more. Also, in the scientific side, we have proof now. We have machines and guidance and neuroscience and so on that can prove these things that are happening in a human. So channeling, is it really new or is it? We're just new to it. That's yeah. the long term. I love to puzzle. You know that. I always go in a circle because really, mm-hmm. do we know all the answers? So channeling is a gorgeous thing. And a lot of people are interested in it right now. Um, I think a lot of new people are coming into the industry with it. And I also think there's going to be a lot of people that heal with it. Mm-hmm. So there's different levels of types of channeling. There's also trance work that goes into channeling. And healings can be given through channeling. So pay attention to your light body they gave you. Because I also think you're a combination of both. Mm-hmm. healing and communication mm-hmm. so okay. yeah because I was just gonna say like was this light body given to me because he's like a distinguished religious figure or is it just because like that's what happens when you begin to channel or like you're ready to channel um oftentimes kind of like your guides um you'll have guides you you could say it's your master guide again just old terminology but you can say this is your master guides your brain your analytical um review is comfortable but a lot of times you start channeling or trancing and there's different levels um they they often say channeling is um, at level two which means you're aware of the information being said it's just that spirit has blended with you at a mental level and they are connecting to you in that clear audience clairvoyant clear cognizant way and you're able to communicate but you often cannot control the speed at which the information comes out yes mm-hmm. so um that information is seen as channeling when spirit works with you fully into full merger meaning you don't remember what's said or you kind of go into a meditative state they call that trance channeling but all these terminologies are loosely intertwined okay and it it depends on on who you ask that question and how they teach it but often channelers are beings that can trance they just are in a lucid state with spirit and they're able to actually recall what they've said um and hear it but they by no means can control that information and again spirit isn't controlling the human they are blended fully at the mental level and are using their clairs to work with them 
Um, a lot of channels are clairvoyant why they're communicating vocally. They can actually see, hear, feel, know. Okay, so it's very interesting. But um, when they give that information, I think your main guide, again, not your master guide, but your guide that's given for that specific gift is going to come through first to make you comfortable. They're your friends. They're not here to teach anything that is not of the light. They're not here to ever lower your vibration. They're not here to harm you in any way. If anything ever feels like that, it's not light. And you should probably, you know, move over, clear the room and double check your resources. <laughs> but um, the number one thing is they often see that, that they will go through the first one that you're more comfortable with because it is a little bit boggling when it starts happening. You have to then mm-hmm. understand what's going on. The human goes through their ego and ask all these questions you have to remove fear from that factor. And then, of course, you need to be um, sure you know that <laughs> this is light and that you know the process to go further. Because I think um, a lot of times that gift is given and it's meant to be open further. And that's a whole nother conversation we can talk about in a different day. Uh, but I do believe that Ishmael came forward with you because you are comfortable with him and knowing you personally and privately, that is one of your, you've had that guide for a while. So, are you should you will you that's up to spirit they may bring you another guy that's solely for channeling trancing or trans healing whatever it is that you're about to do um it comes with time you know it takes time for the body to adjust to this vibration um it is a higher vibration a higher frequency so we have to adapt kind of like adapting to gravity in space right we, we put you through a procedure and a protocol your body has to exchange and then level out so channeling or trancing takes time to adapt some move faster than others depending upon how much light body they can hold or they're comfortable with opening it always comes down to surrendering it's not your age it's not your your mentor it's not the teachings it all comes down to how much are you surrendering the spirit and within the surrenderance is a human healing of anything that they're containing in this lifetime Mm. so really it's not limited to age or person it's open for everyone. Mm-hmm. You move at the speed that spirit moves you and what you're comfortable at. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sometimes, yes, you're more comfortable to go faster and spirit says, hold on. Yep. <laughs> Let's do this first. Cause they know best. They always do. And there's been some conversations again, that people get frustrated. How come this so-and-so can move at that speed, but I can't move. Well, it's because they have something different planned for you and not every channeler is the same. Not every trans medium is the same. Not every medium is the same. Some are meant to do things a certain way, and some are given a little bit of everything, and some get all of it. And you have to understand that you're being used at your highest, highest vibration on this planet, and you mm-hmm. agreed to something with them, is mm-hmm. my opinion. So I think Ishmael just came through. Um, I do personally, this is my my feeling as I'm talking to you right now, that there's going to be more. I think it's just to get you comfortable, and that's just the beginning. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we can go on and on about channeling and trans stories. Oh, Every gosh. person that's out there doing it, um, has some beautiful feeling that you've just described. So mm-hmm. oftentimes they're left with shock and awe and they have this thing that I'm not worthy and everybody's worthy of that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think um, one more thought I have before I run the rest of that conversation is that I think that feeling that you're getting is the same activation that we have coming into our human and also when we leave. I think it's that same vibration. It's so powerful. Um, but I think that's why it leaves the imprint the way it does. 
And I, I honestly can tell you um, in my line of work, I, I'm definitely moving closer to that side. It, it is unbelievable. It can cure anything. It can heal anything. I've seen it do amazing things. And again, none of this is to be taken out of context for any professional uh, information for medical, legal, or personal purposes. But I really have seen some miraculous things that are going to be written evidentially in the community. Um, so it's not going to surprise me to see more people waking up. Um, it's it's not limited so don't limit yourself baby (laughs) I know I know I'm just listening to you and I'm like I can't wait to trance one day (laughs) it's gonna be so and there's you can start studying today and we've talked about it a little bit Um, but I find a lot of people like yourself who who are like lightning with your energy um and are very high vibration they find it very comfortable I think it's because you're you're a little bit closer in your frequency. Yeah. That doesn't mean all humans can't raise their frequency. I'm just saying that you just tend to naturally vibrate there comfortably. Yeah. Um, and that's that bubbly, awesome energy you give off. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. So one last final thing uh, before we close this amazing conversation. How can people... Um, because, you know, unfortunately, it's it's a tough world out there. It's, it's dark. And definitely, you know, where I live, LA, quite an interesting place. And I must yeah. say there are definitely days where I have off days and I get just really frustrated with the world, you know, because I think now I, I see and I feel people's hurt and pain and traumas. And, you know, so it's an, obviously it's an everyday effort to like, just kind of encapsulate myself with light. So obviously that's probably like, people are like, what the, what's going on but I guess for kind of layman's terms but also just I think it's such a beautiful basic thing to have like now it's like the basics of kind of every day which is honestly amazing but how can you be a being of light and raise your vibration in a place that can feel like there's just so much burden and so much going on I love that question because the obvious is going to the emotional, spiritual context, but I think everybody wants that feeling. But I also think it's constructed that way intentionally so that we return to back to it. I think it's almost given in contrast so that we don't forget what it is because you can, as an empath or spirit being on this plane, once you start activating that light, you feel so much. And there's different techniques that we can teach to help, you know, buffer that energy. But ultimately, you're meant to experience some of that information and vibration so that you don't ever forget the light or why it's given to humans to begin with. So a lot of that answer is, is um, the more that you activate that vibration, the more you can hold, right? So a lot of people may start out saying, oh, I want to sit in the power. That's a the term in mediumship, which to raise your vibration high enough to connect to spirit and allow the spirit world to come to you. They say raise your vibration or sit in the power. And a lot of people can activate it, get it going, but can they hold it? And there's a lot of things that go into learning how to hold that. So whether you call it activation, sitting the power, vibrational rising, good vibes, you have to learn how to hold that energy. And a lot of that comes in the personal development of the soul. There is an emotional context in responsibility to that, but then there's a physical application. You know, when I was working with you in detail, that I often would get you in the beginning to sit down and meditate, and it's like, I don't have time, I don't have time. Well, let me tell you, if you don't make time, there'll never be time. And if you don't, uh, as they say, put your butt in the seat, spirit won't show up. So really, it comes to discipline and really understanding that you are going to have this amazing connection with the light if you just 
activate or make the time. What does that activation look like? You can meditate while you're in the shower. You can sit down and chant. You can use sound bowls. You can open your chakras and aura underwater. There's so many different ways to do that, baby. I think that's half of what education is about out in the world for everyone in spirituality is what's your way of doing it? What's this way? Uh, but ultimately, all these ways raise your vibration. There is an actual chemical process that happens in the human brain when we activate these things. In science, meditation has been proven in neuroscience to have effective feelings in the body, reducing stress, depression, so on and so forth. So it's a, a different way of explaining it, but it's still light. It's learning how to connect with the light. And again, meditation, chakras, sitting in the power, <laughs> sound bowls, all of these things can activate that energy body that you carry. And it is simply available in your body. It's just a matter of sitting down and finding out what works for you. And if you're not a sitter, you know, I believe in, in active meditation too, for people who can't sit, you can also do it out in nature. You can do it with your best friend. You can do it with a baby or a puppy, all of it, anything that comes of love and light in the breath work of the body with, with the activation will actually raise your power to that mm -hmm. space. There are formal ways to do it. Um, I personally know that you have a daily regimen, just like me. We get up, we sit in the power, we activate, we open our chakras and we connect to spirit. And we literally can feel a physical lift and change in our body. It is a mood lifter. It's a physicality thing. It actually keeps our bodies healthier on this earth plane. But then also bonus, we get to, to connect to the spirit world while we're doing it, right? And you can have that light beam rod go with you all day. <laughs> I get all excited about it. I do. I'm really animated. You don't see my hands moving around as I'm talking to BB. But that, that channel is so gorgeous. People say, what do you eat? What makeup do you use? It's like, I live with spirit with me. <laughs> and I let that tube live all day now. Um, and so it's a beautiful thing, but that's what that lift will do in your life. And so if you're not looking for meditation or chakras or sitting in the power, just understand you can reach it in many ways. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a long winded answer. Um, some of it's tactile, some of it's emotional, but all of it will lead to that space. And I think that's probably what people were trying to do in organized religion. They just got really dogmatic about it. And people got yeah. like, Hey, that doesn't work for me. So now we know there's several ways to get there. So personally for you and I, I think we, we like to really physically connect, right? Mm -hmm. As mediums, we, we like to feel spirit. We want to bring them in and be a part of our world. But there's days too when we're not doing mediumship and we have to lift and, and open up our, our energy field and walk out in nature. And I do mm -hmm. it that way too. Mm -hmm. So, um, But I think a lot of people um, don't understand that it's it's that simple. They make it really complicated and arduous. And I think that's why a lot of people are afraid to sit down and meditate or activate. Mm -hmm. um, they think it's this whole thing where they have to get super quiet. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. Spirit will reach to anybody at any time. So amazing. Oh, <laughs> Melissa, I cannot thank you enough for sitting with me. Oh, it's so my cool. honor. I can't believe we're doing your first podcast for your I website. Oh, um, it's a blessing. I, how many years have I known you now? Because time is irrelevant. Um, so uh, the event uh, <laughs> with my dear, amazing grandma happened in 2018, and I met you uh, December 2018. So. Oh, it's been four years already, and look at you. I it's know. Wonderful. What the it's heck? Awesome. It's, a pleasure. <laughs> it's been a beautiful journey to watch you embody your soul 
And you've also too, just let everyone know it, it works both ways. You, you've also taught me so many things too, as a teacher and as a mentor, and I'm just honored and I'm, I'm privileged to call you friend and colleague. And I'm just so excited for you that you've been professionally studying. And I think that's a key point too, for all those that are out there that are interested in what we're talking about today is that don't ever um, not give yourself the opportunity to learn. Learning is everything. And it also removes a lot of the blockages and where people think that they can't connect. It's made for everybody. Everybody's welcome. Mm-hmm. So, I'm Melissa Wallace at universalcorewellnesscenter.com. And it's an honor and privilege to sit with you today, Bibi. Yay. I and love For all you. those beautiful spirit bodies out there, we look forward to seeing you embody and wake up. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for closing that out. That was perfect. Oh my goodness, you guys. I hope you enjoyed sitting with Melissa and I uh, as much as I did. And now, hopefully, you guys could understand why I am so obsessed with her and how special she is and how powerful she really is. And how excited I am to continue serving my community, the ones I love, but also you all and just the collective at large to be a part of the community that's helping raise the vibration with spirit is just such an honor. So thank you so much for sitting with us. Please make sure to go follow Melissa at Universal Core Wellness Center on Instagram and her website is the same, just universalcorewellnesscenter.com. And if you haven't already, give me a follow at embodyyoursoul underscore. And if you feel called to visit my website, learn more about my story, my values. And also if you feel called to book a reading with me, go to embodyyoursoul.co. And again, definitely check out the beautiful sponsors chapter six jewelry and libra collective i love you all so so much and i can't wait to continue this journey with you all